Lightbutt Radio. Come on through on your walks. <laughs> I used to think she said shit. I'll go down with this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Thought she was in some sort of shitty relationship. Anyway, we learn the hard way, don't we? <laughs> I'm not sure that you learn, to be honest. I'm unconvinced. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was Dido. Welcome back to another episode of Funky Shirt Fridays, episode 12. We're still here and we are keeping it funky. Derek, how are you, mate? I'm better now that we played a bit of Dido. That was a bit of a throwback to... Uh, for our loyal listeners, for a bit of... Uh, episode yeah, 11. Yeah, episode 11 that went down last week. Not FIFO, not FIDO or DIFO. DIDO. DIDO. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Funky Shirt Fridays, we're back. Another week. A week that's been uh, great. It's new release week. Yeah, you know what? You wouldn't read about it. Yeah. We'll get to the trade mutt yarn in just a sec. Or would you? What? So, Derek, what have you got on there today? Because you've changed it up today. Well, no, I haven't. I'm still wearing a funky shirt. I always wear a funky shirt on Fridays. It's just I'm a little bit cold today, so I've got a hoodie over the top of my funky shirt. So the shirt I went for today is the Navy Fractal Polo. Um, I just I like the way it hugs my biceps. Yeah, nice. Nice, and nice, I'm nice. I'm wearing the teal, yeah, I'm t- wearing the teal hoodie over the top, which is fucking fantastic. I get so many compliments on this hoodie. Yeah, mine's honest. in the wash at the moment, which I'm a bit Lily told about. me last night that it makes that it, that it makes like brings my eyes out. <sighs> Shut up. Okay, so... Yeah, God, you couldn't agree. I've got the juggling act on today. Surely you couldn't agree that I've got, you know, teal jumper brings my eyes out. I've taken something out of your book from last week, except I've got the full print on. Mate, tricks of the trade, it's out. It's online now, ladies and gentlemen. Get around it. Talk me through that shirt. We talked through it last week. It's it's great. It's got ibises on it. It's got a bin chicken, which is the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) What else have we got going on here? The she-man thing. It's great. Um, Get around it. Yeah, release week. Fucking, we should have had a little party popper in here. A little... We yeah. should have. Anyway, we're cutting back on not. costs. Look, uh, this Isn't week... everyone? This week, <laughs> this week we're up to step four. We're wanting our community to feel it today. Derek, are you feeling it? Well, yeah, I'm feeling it. I am feeling it. But yeah, elaborate for me. So today we're being honest with uh, conversations... By acknowledging how we are really feeling, and I'm feeling great this week. Jeez, it's been a uh, it's been a great week this week. I've loved it. I've been looking forward to this podcast episode as well because there's a lot we're packing into today. Yeah, I'm feeling it, but I'm definitely feeling a bit tired. If I was to be perfectly honest with you, sleep's been a little bit interrupted lately. For some reason, I've been waking up kind of, you know, three thirty, four o'clock, which pisses me off so much because, you know, they're those golden hours that you just want to be asleep in. You know I'm going mean? to piss you off here, but when I wake up at those times, I actually like it because I know I'm going to go back into an awesome deep sleep for the last hour or two hours. I it's used great. to. I used to. I love that. Um, but yeah, anyway, so a little bit tired. Um, also, how else am I feeling? Um, been an interesting few weeks because I've been a few weeks through, you know, uh, seeing my psychologist and exploring a few deeper things that I need to work through that, you know, exploring my... Different sides of my emotions and that kind of stuff. How's that my been going? Yeah, well, like it, it's good. Like it's. Um, I was talking to DK earlier about it because it's funny. Like when you know you think certain things about yourself, but you have so many thoughts going on in your head, and you're kind of trying to unpack the type of person that you are and why you are the way you are, or why you do certain things, or why you've got different strengths and weaknesses and this kind of stuff. And it obviously is because we're also wired so differently. Do you know what I mean? And like, um, I don't know. I just find some interesting parallels between like the whole, you know, a thing's greatest strength is also its greatest weakness. And I can sort of pick those different types of parallels in my own personality. And then I suppose you start to understand it better in other people as well. Absolutely. But then when you hear the psychologist say it back to you, talk about it, it's like, oh, when they explain it to you. Layman's terms. Well, when they just explain it back to you and they're kind of thoughts that you've already had. Well, it kind of makes you think, oh, actually, you know, maybe I'm not, you know, I'm not just thinking crazy thoughts or whatever. Like, it's, they kind of really exist. So, yeah, having someone else bounce that stuff off you has really, has been good. But, yeah, a little bit tired today. So, yeah, if I'm tr- if I'm, if I'm honest with you. Beautiful. Yeah, Beautiful. how are you going? Mate, I'm great. I'm great. You I'm feeling really question, good. Didn't you? I have answered that question. But what I do want to turn our attention to is the latest edition of the Trademark Yarn. The latest edition? The first. The first. Un, 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 no. Uno numo? <laughs> no, numero uno. Una ma samuno? Oh. 
<laughs> you know Summer Tumo? <laughs> Numero uno. The, the first. The first. The original. So the in trademark the yarn. Did you, hear, um, <laughs> did you hear Fletch on the footy show the other night trying to say inaugural? No. <laughs> inaugural. <laughs> Just, oh, mate. So, so talk us through this because this has been in the works for a little while now. Two and a half years. And it is a cracking Cracking bit of journalism. Well, no, we always just talked about wanting to do some different kind of mail out collateral and like our orders and stuff. And while you were away on holidays, um, when you took two weeks off, when did you take two weeks off? Uh, month, uh, three or four weeks ago. Yeah, I was like, I got Sasha and I was like, by the scruff of the neck, our graphic designer. Splasher. Splasher. <laughs> Shout out Splasher. Oh, God. Whole different story. <laughs> Had to be there. Grabbed him and I said, mate, let's get this uh, let's get this little newspaper sorted and I want it sorted by the time Ed comes back from holidays. Two weeks, I want it done in two weeks and then when Ed comes back, he'll think that I actually did stuff while he was away. Um, unfortunately, we didn't hit the deadline because a fair bit goes into creating a publication like this. But yeah, it's just a little bit of a, I don't know, more well-rounded sort of look at some of the stuff we do and some of the kind of content that we put out in emails, EDMs, impact EDMs and a bit of blog writing that you've been doing actually. You've been doing a lot of blog writing. Been so. writing a few blogs. Got a couple in the hopper too. They're coming out in the next few weeks so keep an eye out for them. One of the tricks of the trade in there, um, the trick of the trade that's gone in here is, uh, well, you'll have The caddy emergency kit. The caddy emergency kit, yeah. It's kind of the, cool. be- the best part though is the hero scopes. What, what hero scope are you, Derek? Are I can't you? believe you don't know. It kind of annoys Le- me. Uh, no, you'd be a cancer? Cancer. Yeah. This is not a Nigerian prince. It's a scam. Hilarious. <laughs> that will, that, yeah. Thanks, Which, later. Yeah, I was wondering about that because I've been getting so many calls, speaking of rocking yourself, so many calls from a number in Victoria, and they're oh. always ringing me about the same thing. No, it's about that. an address that I, it's about the address that I used to live in when I grew oh, up in power, Sydney. power, power bills. It's about power and all that kind of stuff. And every time they call, I'm like, oh my God, please. Like, I don't live there anymore, and I live in Queensland now, so this doesn't apply to me. Please, please, fucking please take me off this I, call list. New, I'll save you, all right? Just don't answer any number that's not in your phone book. But I just want them to take me off the list. No, but just don't answer it. <coughs> anyway. You're in control, mate. Yeah. Look, let's run through... It's infuriating. Let's run through what we'll be covering today in the podcast. So, a few hard-hitting uh, points today. Should we be doing more is one of them. Well, we called good mate uh, Jimmy Scanlon to discuss his ultramarathon uh, feat in the desert. We unlodge a few rocks in our socks. Who the fuck are the Joneses and why do we keep trying to keep up with them? And am I a man? They're what we'll be covering in today's episode. So a few hard-hitting topics. Let's delve right into it, I Derek. I can't wait till we get to the... Can we just go straight to the am I a man one? Because I <laughs> can't wait to hear you tiptoe around this. This would be Fantastic. Right, the first conversation point today. <laughs> and on the list, this is the first conversation point, number one. Well, <laughs> just, hey, just I pretend, bring, I pretend there's bring. no list there. Just move, glide through Well, I've it. got to remember what's on there, so I'm just going to start off. Glance over and glide through. So I brought up with you the other day the idea around feeling guilty around certain hobbies. Now, to put it in context, I've had this weird sort of hang-up over the last few years where... I question whether or not I'm wasting time or not doing something that I should. For example, going camping or something, you know what I mean? Or getting into four-wheel driving or something. Or going fishing more often. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so elaborate. So you're saying you feel like because other people go camping... I'll just let you know, this is what my week looks like, all right? So my week looks like every week. This week? Every week. Every week looks like Okay, righto. From the top. From where? Sunday well, night. The uh, <laughs> Sunday night. Dinner on the couch. Chill out, right? Into bed. Gym every morning. I'm at home in Toowoomba. Go to the gym every time. Then I'll obviously work all day. Afternoons. Chill out. Garden. Whatever. Run a few errands. Dinner in bed. Then on the weekends, well, South Sydney are watched whenever they play. Gym session Saturday morning with Lance. Gym session Sunday morning. Probably go out for dinner one night, go and see my parents or go see Lanza's parents. Or if we've got an event on, we'll go to that. Outside of that, that's pretty much all we do. Sounds like you've got three hobbies in there to me. I know. Jim, South Sydney, and yeah. you mentioned gardening. I know, but what I'm, what I'm saying is, is, should I be doing more? Camping's not a hobby. You don't reckon? No. Camping ain't a hobby. It's just a thing you do. 
Well, yeah, it's like going on a trip. It's or just going a style and doing of it. Yeah, that's going what I'm camping is like a style of getting away. It's like a style of holiday almost. Yeah, like it's, okay. But you can do it. The, the thing with camping is that you can just kind of, if you've got the gear, you can get up and go whenever. It's fairly cheap, fairly cost effective, and it's you know quite nice to get back to nature. Like it's, not, I don't think it's a hobby. I don't think you classify it as a hobby. Yeah, but so I suppose. But do you know, do you understand the feeling? Yeah, so of being like, should I be doing something else? Well, no. Or yeah. Am I wasting my time? Not like, wasting my time because I enjoy what I do, but I'm like, should I be doing more? Do you feel guilty about it? Well, it's not guilt. It just sort of plays on my mind that should, should I be doing this? But okay. then I have the thought pattern of, well, if I'm not doing it, then I mustn't really give a fuck about it. Do you? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, do you want to go camping? <laughs> I yeah. Or do you want to get into four wheel driving? <laughs> well, I, I'm sort of a bit toe tight to get into the four wheel driving piece. Okay, so hang on. You're painting the picture that I'm getting here is that you're interested about trying new things. But you're not sure whether you you know you're not committed to maybe taking the step, or if you're prepared, or if totally. you even know how to do it, or even like golf, like it's such a commitment. But you've got clubs, <laughs> even though most of them are fucking wrapped around a tree stump somewhere <laughs> after shanking it off the sixth. The fucking first? What you, do you mean? I'll barely get to the sixth. I'm, I'm in my seventh ball by the time you I'm only there. need two clubs: a six iron and a putter. Yeah, well, that's my safety club. So and I'm still losing them. Yeah, so I think it's I think it sounds to me like you're not like you know, concern that you don't do more hobbies. It, it kind of sounds like you might want to try some things and you're just trying to find a way in. Tiptoe around it a bit. Yeah, which surprises me for you because <laughs> the bloke that I know of you, you just kind of throw yourself in and do Well, stuff. that's what I mean, but I throw myself in once I know I'm ready to do it. Okay, right. Now we're getting deep into the psychology here. So what is that? Is it because you're afraid that other people who are seasoned veterans in those activities We'll look at you and you look like an amateur. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's go straight to the what is a man segment because <laughs> we have arrived. <laughs> we have arrived. I like hobby. Like I've got like hobbies for me. I mean, it's kind of hard. Like when I think of hobbies, you know, you can do like, you know, some people have like train sets. Like you might <laughs> be into hobby trains. Other people like cooking is like a hobby. Oh, like they I'm a big love, fan of that. Yeah, like they love cooking. But I'm not all the way in. But you don't look at it necessarily like it's a hobby because it's a life necessity. Like you need to eat. So, and a lot of people look at cooking like that. Well, if I'm going to, I need to eat anyway. So we might as well eat, eat, you know, really well. Yeah. And, yeah. Then they, and then they get into it. Then it becomes like a, like a passion and like a love. So like, I don't know, like in terms of hobbies, it's kind of a Or like woodworking. Would well, you want to tinker? <laughs> like, is that, you want to tinker? I'd like to, but, I, but what do you... Where do you start? Okay, you got to so buy all the gear. List out, list out to me the things that you've thought about trying. Or getting into woodworking. I'd love to do... Well, you are a carpenter. Mm-hmm. So you've got the I'd love to get into like timber lathing, like a lathe. That'd be sick. Have you looked into getting a lathe? Well, I, yeah, I've looked at it. looks They're expensive. expensive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's all right. The thing is, like, I think instead of going and buying a lathe, what you're better off doing is going to like a men's shed or something where they've already got a lathe and, yeah, you, can, and you can have a try. People. I don't love new people. I've got my people. I don't want more people. Mate, you can always... Mate, finding new people's fucking great. I know. That's your jam. That ain't my jam. I do love new people. You I like love new people. You're like a dog at a dog park. Oh, my fucking hello. Yeah, sniffing asses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, You're new? Yeah, I do like that. I like human interaction. I yeah, mean, I know I you do. I enjoy it. I, guess I love human interaction just with mates oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, like, the thing is, is, like... You know, talking about psychology and personality types and all that kind of stuff, extrovert, introvert, sometimes you're both. Like, you can like people, but without, you know, having, you can, with having your circle, like, that doesn't mean that, yeah. you know, you don't like people or whatever. But, yeah, the hobby thing's interesting. Like, I look at indoor cricket. Like, I look at cricket that I play on Sunday and on Tuesday night. Which is great hobby. It's awesome. It's yeah, which exercise. is a great hobby. It's a great hobby. Yeah, but it's... It's kind of, I don't know, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I think it's important to have things where you can decompress, where you can, like, let it out. Well, that's the that's south. That's when I can just yell and scream and jump up and down like a turkey at, for at 80 minutes. TV. At the TV. Just yeah. go ballistic. I love it. Yeah. What does Lance do while you're watching the film? <laughs> she goes and hides in the bedroom. <laughs> oh, mate. God. How many rum cans have you had at this stage? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, I normally just, yeah, inhale a few beers watching uh, watching the footy. Yeah, I don't think you, Um, I don't think it's, I, I wouldn't feel guilty about not, wanting to try, like, not doing the new hobbies. But, like, I mean, I don't know. For me, I'm one who likes to try new things. And I kind of – I think you've got to embrace the failure part. Like, if you embrace the fact that you might just completely fuck it up or, 
You know, one of the funniest things is like if you do go camping, is watching other campers <laughs> rock up and set up their camp. Well, like, that was us growing up. Like, dad would just run the wildest show. Oh, but it's fucking awesome. Like, yeah, it's so funny watching. <laughs> we like, burnt a swag once. Burnt, burnt a fucking swag. How often? Anyway. But I think that's part of the that's the whole thing. Like, if you do it, like fishing or if you go, you know, camping or kayaking or fucking wood lathing, that the. the the part of it is not really the end result. It's like the it's process of learning to do it and getting of like into having it. The, the piece of timber fly off the lathe and hit you in the head. You know, but what I, I mean? but like I, a good story. I genuinely believe what I should be doing, and I've also had this thought. I should be listing out all this shit I want to try and do. Are you talking like bucket list stuff? Kind of. Like I'd love to get up, like just be able to surf. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you've done just to stand up on a board and catch a wave that's bigger than fucking this. Oh, mate, jeez. Let me know when you. <laughs> let me know when you. You buddy, gonna put kneeboarding on your fucking to do list? Oh, but the thing is, yeah. I mean, I'd love to. I'd love to be able to get up on a kneeboard, but it's like I'm like towing a baby giraffe, you know. So, but that's the thing. It's still fun, even getting your eyelids turned inside out. <laughs> it's great fun, and even if you can't do it, totally. Like, yeah. So you know, totally. I think. You know, I might get to my list. I feel it's just it's okay. don't worry about what other people think. It's you're going to fuck it up. Any new thing that anyone tries, you're always going to fuck it up. But that's like half the fun. And then if you're surrounded by like decent people who are good at the hobby, like they're only ever really interested in like helping you get better at it. Exactly. Like, yeah, you know, all right. I'm going to get my list together. Yeah, get your list together. Because you want to go to Fink, but that's not a hobby. That's that, a that, I'm doing list. that. You want to do it. Yeah, I'm doing that. 2024. Not so much a hobby though. No. Gardening's great. I like gardening. Gardening is good. Mindfulness. Anyway. Right. Should we get Jim on the phone? Yeah, give him a call. This is awkward. This might this could go pear this shaped. This could go very pear shaped. Yeah. Is it on private number? Yeah, he doesn't know who's calling. Jeez, I hope he answers. <laughs> Who answer with? Hello, Rossi. Scan. <laughs> Can you hear me? Gotcha. Can you hear me? Hello. Oh, hold on, hold yeah, on. Yeah, got you. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I got you. <laughs> Mate, Dan and Ed here. How are you? What's going on, Scanner? Well, thank you. How you going, Dan? Yeah, yeah better now that you're here, big boy. <laughs> ah, lovely. <laughs> lovely. No, I've been well. Good man, well. Jim. Good man. You've had a you've had a recent move. You've you've moved from uh, the big big Briz Vegas back out to Gundy. Yeah, I have. I've uh, packed up shop there in Brisbane uh, end of July yeah, and poked back home for a for the interim, how's it been, mate? What's next? How's it been? Yeah, no, it's been good. It's been, um, yeah, it's been good to change it up. To be honest, um, from walking into the city every day, so yeah, back to uh, drenching sheep and fencing. So it's lovely. Mate, <laughs> scan quickly before we hear about your uh, your story out west. How are the ice creams out in Gundy? How are the creams, <laughs> mate? Uh, I think I might be diabetic because I haven't been able to get to any. Any ice cream shop lately, so I'm, I'm starting to get a bit on on the irrits with mum. So <laughs> I'm not I'm not too sure. I, I'm going to have to, you know, I might have to make a regular trip to the Alabama store or something. But um, pick up a bubble, Bill. Yeah, I'll be shredded <laughs> within the month, Dan. <laughs> That's good to hear, mate. Well, Jim, I uh, was out at Cam's place the other day. He was telling me about your ultra marathon and a few things that went on while you did that. So just can you give us a bit of a backstory on uh, the event that, you, that took place? It must have been a bit over a month ago now, eh? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I think, 4th of June, I think it was. I should definitely remember it. Um, yeah, so I guess it was, for me, uh, it was sort of, uh, you know, I was getting caught up there in Brizzy a lot. And I sort of, I'd done, a, you know, I did a 70K one back in February, which was sort of a, a good test. And, you know, it was actually down at Jindaborn, which got me out of Brisbane. So after I did that, I was a little bit hooked and I thought, right, well, I'll, I'll book something in to make sure I um, get out of Brizzy and, and see a bit of bit of the country. And I was Googling around, um, looking for, you know, ultras that were a bit longer. And, and yeah, all of a sudden I found this, one that was out in the out in the Simpson Desert, so I so I paid. I was sitting on the couch, and so I paid my money, and then and then that was then I was signed up, so then I was in trouble. What do they What do they charge you to run a hundred k in the Simpson Desert? Yeah, you sitting down? <laughs> yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah, six hundred and fifty dollars. That's just to do it. Um, so then you're gonna no, make your way out there. 
yeah, yeah. And then you got two, you know, yeah, then you got two dollars, you know, thirty, sixty, two dollars, sixty a litre fuel prices to deal with to get out there. But um, no, it was. I think most of those events are. They're not cheap because I guess you know everyone's got to. Sure, they got to make a buck somehow, but um, or, or, or cover everyone's insurance. I suppose that's probably the cost out there when people are out in the desert running around. Um, Absolutely. What is the go with that? Yeah, that did, do you reckon that cost covered the insurance? Like, is that what it is? Because like, have to be. I mean, yeah, you'd you'd be. You'd yeah, be, but what else are you paying for? Your well, water? how many? Yeah, how many people wouldn't get through it? Like, how many people? Well, how many people competed in it? Yeah. Um, so there was a there was a number of uh, of distances. So there was twenty five, fifty, seventy five, and a hundred. And um, I reckon there was probably yeah twenty five doing the hundred, fifty right. doing the oh yeah probably like thirty doing the seventy, and then um, you know so similar with the fifty, and then there was probably you know fifty people doing the twenty five. So so scan so was it there. The, there's a few out there. What was your uh, what was your preferred hydration method? Did you roll the camel back or what was the setup out there? Um, yeah, look, I rolled the I rolled the camel uh, camel back with uh, with two two um, water bottles uh, in either side. But um, I will, I did get quite parched at some stages <laughs> running around. I sort of um, sometimes I probably should have stopped and filled up the water bottle. I thought I could push on through to the next aid station, but yeah, there was plenty of times there. I was thinking, Jesus, if there's not not an aid station around the corner here, I could be in stride. So yeah. run, run us run us through it, Jim. So it starts in the afternoon, uh, in the evening, and we're saying, <clears throat> yeah. So the the thing is, is that uh, I guess the cutoff on the, on the hundred k is twenty four hours, and um, but uh, this was the second year they'd run the event and they wanted to, um, you know, they were trying to time everyone to be finishing around the same spot, uh, you know, time of the day because the previous year people just dribbled in all day and there was no sort of apparently spectacle. So they made a thing that you couldn't start the last 25K loop <clears throat> until 7 in the morning. So then you have to try and work out, I guess, you know, other than getting back and stopping in the middle of the night, starting again, trying to time it so... You know, you ran ran through. So we started it. Yeah, I, I sort of figured I'd be able to do it in t- within twenty four hours. So I, I yeah started at two in the afternoon, and um, and went off for the first twenty five k loops. So there's four different loops of the same there of the same twenty five k. No, no, oh. not ones out to the east and, and west and north. Yeah, I think that's the fourth one. Yes, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, so like it was, um, but yeah, I, I I had a plan, and then um, <laughs> and then and then I bloody started running, and and there was a bloke there who was, you know, he probably done hundreds of ultras, but um, the competitive spirit in me I sort of took to him straight away, and I thought, right, I'm out in front of this bloke, so I don't know who I thought I was, but a Gillian, some, but um, yeah, so the first twenty five k, I hammered it out. And thought I'll just get back and get my head torch on, but um, that probably wasn't the smartest idea. Gas yourself. Run. Yeah, look at hundred k is a long way. Fucking <laughs> 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 Yeah, so it was sort of no. Look, it was sort of um, yeah. So basically, got out and, and wanted to get around. The, I just wanted to get around and um, the first loop because it, it sort of. I, I, I was underdone. I knew I was, but um, you know, I just there was no tracks. There was no nothing. Um, which sort of once I got out, I sort of was five k in, and yeah, you know, I, I think I told Cam or someone I was five k in, and, I, and no, and I could feel a blister coming on straight away, and and I was sort of a bit puffed. And I thought, Jesus, this is going to be a long nails haul. But um, at that point, I was like, just get back to get back to the. The um the aid station and you know get your light and get get set up for running at night time. Um, and how did you time your run for the seven o'clock uh, last leg? Yeah, so I I got in. I, I finished the yeah the seventy five k leg. I got in at um I think it was about uh, three thirty in the in the morning. Um, and like I was <laughs> you I fucked was your maths up, mate. This, Oh look! I was just I was ahead of time, you know. It was too good. Um, <laughs> so, but the the downside of that was that, yeah. So we were in the middle of the desert, and it was um, 
so yeah, about probably about four o'clock, three thirty, and then I was trying to work out what I yeah, what I do until for the next three hours because you know I was, I was sore, so I ended up yeah just sitting next to a fire for three hours. So I'll be fine if I ever go back when I go back to playing rugby, coming off the bench cold because I was I sat down for three hours and um, next to the fire and basically became a statue and then yeah had to fire up again at seven in the morning so. That took some doing. Did you, uh, Scano, did you hallucinate at all? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, no, at, at one point I, I was telling, uh, yeah, I was telling my mother's about this. At one point, you know, I was probably, <clears throat> I was out on my own and it was, yeah, it would have been, you know, one o'clock in the morning. It was at 60 k's in and um, there was no one around me really. Probably the closest person was probably, Two or two k in front and about three k behind. Um, so I was out there all on my, all my lonesome, and and I saw people up in front of me, you know, ducking and diving, and um, you know, and the head torches sort of flashing. And I thought, what is going on up here? You know, and this is about a k up, so I had plenty of suspense to try and think about all the different things that that it might be, um, but. Yeah, there was a. I, I sort of as I got closer, there was markers about a hundred, about a hundred meters apart that you'd follow um, with your head torch, and then all of a sudden there was two, two markers looking at me, and, and then I realised it was um, it was a dog, uh, a dingo. So then I sort of, then I went in. Pick the pace of, up. Oh well, I was running towards him, and, um, <laughs> and he was around these lime bushes at this dam, and and I thought bloody hell, and, I, and then I realised what what the other people were jumping around at, um, but I sort of went into, you know, shoe mode, sort of <laughs> tried to tried to tried to get him on the skids, and he he sort of ran for you know fifty metres and stopped and watched me again, and ran he ran into this bush, and anyway, it sort of all the soreness went completely out of me, and. You know, I was shoulder checking for the next sort of ten kilometres. <laughs> he was tracking you. I thought he might have been tracking me. Yeah, <laughs> I scurried up to the top of this sand dune, and um, you know, I sort of thought I'd get up up high and and um, and keep going. But it sort of yeah, it, I went from being a bit crippled at that stage to you know yeah, moving very fluently. So. Good man, good man. Well, Jim, just before we let you go, I want to know. Been chatting to some mates yesterday around motivation and how hard it is to find it and how you do locate it and what gets people motivated. What's yeah. motiv- what motivated you to, to take this on and um, I suppose the seventy and then the hundred and you, yeah, is there anything else to to take on after that? Yeah, so I think uh, that's a good question. Now, uh, you know, I think for me it was probably um, you know trying to build. I guess I started running to build some discipline um, in, into my life. And then from there, you know, once I sort of – I ran a marathon and then I thought, right, oh, well, I can have another go at that. That wasn't too bad. So then I did the 70 and then sort of finished the 70 and I thought, well, yeah, if I'm going to, you know, pay $650 and, and drive out there, you know, I'll do the 100. So for me, I guess it was yeah, just self-motivating. I think, you know, just trying to challenge myself and, and sort of, yeah, you know, running that first, I guess, 70 kilometres was big for me because once upon a time, you know, that wasn't even a, wasn't even a thing and, um, you know, it wasn't even wasn't doable, you know, and then you just go and do it. So um, it was sort of really opened my eyes to, you know, that side of physical challenges and then, you know, I guess you try and take that back into, into other areas of your life. Um, and, and the next one, Rossi, to be perfectly honest, I've been... I pulled up pretty pretty tender after the uh, after the hundred and developed a bit of um, Achilles tendonitis. So I didn't I didn't I didn't run for about a month um, after that, and I threatened to go for a run this this last week, but I bloody caught uh, caught the flu. Um, oh, mate. Yeah. So I, I, next on the cards potentially. Don't hold me to this, but uh, yeah, looking at uh, there's a run down and down at Falls Creek like an alpine run down there in November, but I could be a bit underdone. But, um, 
That's great, Scan. Hold, hold the phone. Mate, good luck That's with it. Inspiring stuff, Scan. I tell you, I won't be I won't be attempting to run 100 kilometres or 50 kilometres anytime soon. I'm still trying to fathom how anyone entered the Gold Coast Marathon just recently, to be honest, mate. But so it's bloody impressive to see you get out there. And I'm sure you I'm sure you you know you've earned yourself a shout of a new set of wheels after that, surely. <laughs> <laughs> of wheels. <laughs> a fresh set of kicks, mate, surely. Yeah, actually um, that that might have been the might have been yeah well one set so wore, wore the wore the socks out the, the bloody toes out of my socks so I've got new socks but um, I think I, I will get a new set if I go to take on another one Dan that's for sure awesome Good stuff man, Scanner. Good to proud chat of you mate. mate well done Jim we'll chat soon eh right thanks that boy thanks see brother ya. see you mate bye scan fuck hundred clicks I shan't be doing that yeah I mean in terms of hobbies. <laughs> Speaking of, Jesus. I don't know if running's one that I'm super passionate about. Yeah, but you've said that before. You don't like pounding the pavement. That's all right. Yeah. Oh, on grass. Like I don't mind running around as team sport or whatever. Like on on the grass. But yeah, running, just running. Ooh, Forest Gump. I'd prefer to swim, to be honest. Right, DK. Let's pull some rocks out. I had a rock that got way down deep in my sock. Righto, so I was at a golf day on Friday for the uh, Master Plumbers Association out at Oxley Golf Club. Cracker of a day. I was invited out by a couple of mates who I play indoor cricket with. And, yeah, 250 plumbers in the room. Um, fair to say it smelt like shit. Um, <laughs> the rock in my sock in this instance, there was a team in front of us. Obviously, we were, we were playing um, Ambrose, four-ball Ambrose um, in teams of four. And... Um, the thing was, there was a team in front of us, four blokes, two of them were twins, identical twins, right? Yeah, they come in pairs. They do. <laughs> yeah, well, they're twin, but they're, you're not necessarily identical. You can have twins that aren't identical, right? True. These two were identical. They were probably, I don't know, they would have been late 20s, right? Dressed exactly, exactly the fucking same. Shoes, socks, they had the same haircut, the same beard, the same hat, the same fucking everything. Now, <laughs> don't do that. Well, look. <laughs> what were their names? Do whatever. I, I actually don't know. I can't remember. Do whatever. But, like, I was kind of like, right, how Not old 12. is it? How old? <laughs> like, are you pulling the piss? Or, like, how <laughs> How old is it? You know, like, what age do you get as a set of because twins? Because, obviously, parents do it as a piss take. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is this is Wendy and Jendy or whatever. And Wendy and Jendy. <laughs> I, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But how old do you get when That's you like, I mean. stop doing when, the twin thing? So, like, if they were doing it, if this whole bit was like... Well, the Olsen twins, are they still doing it? Well, no, they're not. If they were... Was it perhaps a form of cheating in the Ambrose? Well, so, this is the thing. If they were doing it to take the piss, if, like, if they were like, oh, this is hilarious. Because if you had a twin, like, if you had a twin, geez, you'd, you would have done some weird shit together in your life. You would have had some, you know... And everyone's but, thought about that weird thing you're thinking about. Oh, no, there's a thousand weird things that twins could do, and like you know, including obviously tricking your parents or whatever. You know, made me think of yeah, the what's twins. That, what's that movie with um, Tw- twins, <laughs> with Arnold Schwarzenegger oh. and Danny DeVito? <laughs> twins? Oh shit! Yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, fucking oath it is. Oh. But yeah, anyway, I was like, look, in, in terms of rocks in my socks, it's I'm not walking around with a limp, but it's just it's, it's aggravating you. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, you know. And the other thing was, I said to him. I mean, obviously, you've seen Breaking Bad. We talk about a lot. DK, you seen Breaking Bad? Okay. Trouble. Okay, righto. Strange, but anyway. They <laughs> looked just like the twins from Breaking Bad. Oh, the, the, the two. Right. Yeah, the yeah. twins. They looked exactly like those guys. But I <laughs> said to um, we got to one hole and we caught up together and I was like, oh, so I was like, which one of you is older? And, you know, the other one pointed to this one and, you know, he's like, yeah, he's the young one. He came out first. And I was like, oh, yeah, so you're the evil one, eh? Yeah, he goes, but yeah, I've got the bigger dick. <laughs> Like, all right, all right, Jose. Beautiful. <laughs> Probably spend a fair bit of time comparing that as a set of twins, wouldn't you? God. <laughs> anyway, that's my rock. Well, my rock is from people moving things from set spots, and I know when you saw this the other day, you were like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Well, you know, the thing is, before you even start here, around this place, you're the bloke who moves shit. <laughs> you're the one. Let's just <laughs> agree to disagree <laughs> on that one. So the there's a few set things: wallet and my phone. Two things. That I've never lost in my life. Never lost my wallet. Never lost my phone before. Keys? Never lost my keys. Never lost any of those things because I'm anal about where I put them. I'm the same. Yeah. Careful on the mic there, big boy. So, in my car, as I'm sure you have not noticed, in the Mazda, it's at the front of the console there on the left. The wallet goes under on the left. 
Phone goes under on the right, aux cord plugs in, away you go. That wallet is either there, in my pocket, or in the house, right? In the tray in the house. That's the only three spots it'll ever be. Anyway, last week I was telling you about my plumbing fiasco and how I fucked it up, which we will talk later to in If I'm a Man or Not. <laughs> and I went, had to go back to Reese. I was yeah left the gym went to the went to Reese and I was like rather than go straight home I was like I'll do this all in one trip because Reese was open went back there a little bit humiliated that I'd fuck something up so I had to you know get a change over or whatever realized when I got to Reese I didn't have my wallet what a pain in the ass spun around went back to the house got into the house had to wake Lans up she's having a snooze I said where's my wallet she goes it's in the car I said no it's not she said it's in the center console. I was like, why the fuck is it in the centre console? She said, because I didn't want it to get stolen. Rock, I'm still pissed off about it. Can you see it in my face? Just leave it where it is. It's fine where I have it. I'm in Lance's corner there, <gasps> to be honest. Because if, no. if you'd leave your car parked somewhere, shady, no. like where you live, um, <laughs> you would probably put the, the wallet in the centre console. Actually, you, you don't want to give criminals any extra excuses to break into your car. Least of all... A car as bright and colourful as yours and sponsored by Whipples. <laughs> I'm with Lance. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's talk about things that we continue to buy and do not need, okay? Is this the keeping up with the... <laughs> is this the keeping up with the it Joneses segment? It is keeping segment? up with the Joneses segment. So, so this is not ways to be a big fuckwit. <laughs> <laughs> this is keeping up with the Joneses, hey? Yeah, keeping up with the Joneses because... I don't know. I was like, I was saying to, to, you, to you, Uncle Greg in the car the other day. I was like, my life right now, like, I love it. It's great. You know, work has been tough at times this year. I've got no hobbies. I've <laughs> only got a few friends that I don't do those hobbies with, and I don't know where my, my wallet is. Fucking <laughs> no. doesn't get much better. No, I mean, I've I can watch Souths every week on the on the on the TV. I've got a couch I can sit on and watch them. It's comfortable. My TV, it's fucking huge. You've seen the size of it. I love it. I've got we've got a kitchen. Comfortable bed. The house is just basic, but I'm happy, right? Mm-hmm. But there's the thought process that, you know, Lance has keep bringing up that, you know, we need to ha- extend the house or we need to renovate and, and all this stuff, which I'm like, yeah, it'd be nice to do. But fuck, do we really need it? Do you know what I mean? Well, what else have you got that you don't need or what else do you buy that you don't really need? Well, same thing with like new car. Lance's like, I oh, we need a new car if we have kids. I'm like, well, fuck, we've got the Lancer and we've got the... BT50, what do we need a new car for? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, but I guess it's like, you know, you know. Or the new phone. You're allowed to want stuff. Yeah, yeah, but you don't need it. Yeah, you don't, yeah, but, you know, you don't need to, you know, go out for a steak and a, and a beer either, but I want to, you know. It's a lot cheaper than a car and a Renault. Yeah, 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 but it's just the whole thing of needs and wants. Also true. You know what I mean? Also true. Yeah, and like, does, this, does this come from comparing yourself to other people? I think so. Is this the keeping up with the Joneses? It is keeping up with the Joneses type thing. Well, because like the pe- like I was explaining at lunch before, the people that renovated down our street, like we went, and, it was an open home, so we went and had a look at it, and I was like, yeah, fuck, this is a really nice Renault, like it's a good extension Renault, everything they've done here. And Lund's like, yeah, yeah, it's great, it's amazing, blah blah blah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, but it's going to cost a fucking fortune, like it would have cost a fortune to do this, and it's like, is that outlay of money, and then, you know, the finances you've got to come up with worth it. Yeah, well, look, I, I guess that's the whole thing when it comes to any financial outlay, big or small, is all about living within your means or having a financial plan to be able to either manage it or rule it out. Yeah? Fair. And it's, and it's like, and that's the whole bit. I think it's all keeping up with the Joneses and like needing or wanting stuff just because you've seen someone else who's got it and you're like, oh, fuck it, if they've got a boat, I want a bigger boat. Like, Yeah, not it's, so much it's that. Different, but it's, is it diff- which that's, in my opinion, that's keeping up with the Joneses, but like wanting a new car because having a new car is nice or wanting an extension on the house because, you know, living in a, living in a big, nice place is nice and having people over and entertaining is nice. Obviously, it's a massive investment, but you're never going to do it if you can't. Like, if you haven't done the numbers and, like, you know, can afford it, right? Yeah, but I'm just sort of saying... And then also, if you're talking about from a... Like, when you're comparing, well, do we need the stress of having the extra financial outlay or are we just are we nice that's, like this? That's what I mean. That's part of the decision-making, though, isn't it? Yeah, but... I know. And, and I know, one's not greater than the other, I would say. It's like, well, you know... 
Yeah. You don't really know unless you do it, though, don't you? Well, yeah, but, like... And then once you've done it, you're fucked. Yeah, but, I mean, if it's, say, like, the Renault on a house, like... I know, but... Maybe it's a new phone, new car, you know, you can sell it. These are, like, you know, the depreciating asset, I guess, <laughs> a car. You can sell it. <laughs> like, it's not like you're fucked forever. <laughs> depreciating unless you Unless you buy the... Yeah, I just went to my accountant last week. Uh, guess what? I've got no depreciating assets. <laughs> Only this relationship. Yes, then it's depreciating yeah, fast. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it depends. I think the atti- if the attitude is like, well, you know, they've got that, so I want that. Well, that's a different issue altogether because that's just like a jealousy thing. And right? I think that's a bit of Instagram coming back yeah. around, isn't it? Could be. Well, what else do you know that people have got that you don't really need? <sighs> Personalised number plates? Oh. <laughs> Fuck you. If you have personalised number plates, get off this get podcast. Off this podcast. Go and unscrew your personalised plates and throw them in the Brisbane River because, my God, yeah, that does piss me off, personalised number plates. What else do you see that people have got that they don't really need? Like flashy things, you know, you want to show off. Because that's the Watches. whole thing. You don't fucking need that. It's an iPhone. Look, th- look at that. Yeah, but, it, I mean, a nice timepiece. Time. Oh, nice Apple time Watches. Piece. Fuck off. What do you need an Apple Watch for? True. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. But, but I, I, I can't go past like a, a nice... Timepiece. A nice timepiece. Yeah. Mean, like, I, that's why I hate Apple Watches because it sort of destroys that, like, you know, if you go, if you timeless go, like, piece. Of, yeah, like you know, I've got, like, it's obviously like jewellery. Is that right? It's like jewellery. Yeah, well, but it's, no, but it that's for like going yeah. out if it's a nice dinner or whatever. And that was like a wedding present that Lance gave me. And I mean, like Apple Watches and stuff, like, you don't, you don't fucking need to know when someone's texting you in the shower. Yeah, but some people like the whole bit is connectivity. Fuck, I'm just the devil's advocate, aren't I? Oh. Get an opinion. Oi, you know the other thing? Fitbits. Fuck off. Don't need them. What do you need a Fitbit for? So you know your heart rate. How oh. else are you going to know your heart rate? What do you need to know your heart rate for? Well, Unless you're having a fucking heart attack. Well, if you're doing an ultra marathon and you're like, you know, keeping track of things, also got your time, also, you know, there's all sorts of things that Fitbit does. Surely. And it, but it doesn't matter. If you pay, someone wants to know their heart rate, they're kind of monitoring it. Well, let them go. You know what I mean? Don't let someone else's possessions control your happiness. Don't st- you're the one that you brought know. up the number plates, dickhead. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> I brought it up here. I brought it up in this podcast. But we now. have talked about it outside of here. You're right. What's the lesson? Think about what it is you're before spending you fucking money on, buy yeah. it. Because financial stress sucks. Yeah. And no one needs. If there's one thing you don't need, it's, it's financial, financial stress. stress. Live within your means. Oh, my God, mate, huge lesson there because, yeah, well, that's the actually that's the blog that's coming out on Tuesday. So keep your eyes peeled. Everyone should be barefoot investing. Are you a barefoot? Not, you barefoot investor? I got you on mate, the barefoot. Wait, I was the first. You one. barefooting? I was. What? Why not? I was. Uh, not so much anymore. Wow. I don't. I've never heard anyone come back from it. That's crazy. I mean. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it's common sense. True. Once you learn it, you know, you don't want to identify as a barefooter. Are you a barefooter? Yeah, see other people at the, the pub or whatever, they pull their wallet out. Not you because you don't know where yours is, but <laughs> when you see them pull their ING card out. Oh, splurge. <laughs> it's coming out of the splurge can, eh? <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Must be very nice. <laughs> so next week, this time next week, I'll be at Fraser Island with my wife, my brother and sister-in-law and my two, my niece and nephew. It's going to be, be great. Fraser Island bird calls out it's there. It's going to be a wedge of Fraser Island bird calls. It's going to be, yeah, It's I'm taking a, a new book. I'm taking a few cartons what of grog. What book are you taking? Scar Tissue. Oh. I haven't read it yet. Yeah, nice. Good read. Read it twice. So. That's a funny thing. I don't read much, but when I find a book that I do like. It's gone. Yeah, like, and that is one of them. I read it a couple of times. So Looking yeah, forward to starting that one. Papers. Hey, we should do a podcast while you're over there. Well, we're going to. You're going to call me. It's going to be great. Yeah, but you know, we was going to pretend like it wasn't oh. a planned thing, like we just sorted the idea That's in this podcast. That's a great podcast. idea. Why don't we do that live Fuck. from Fraser Island yeah. next week? Why don't we? That's a good idea. <laughs> Fuck great, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But what, I, what I do want to ask you about... Ask me. This comes up to knowing whether or not I'm a man. And the reason is, is because I get very... What's the word? I'm not self... Yeah, I suppose I am self-conscious about it. You know, shit like fishing. What what fish is caught with what fucking thing? You know, I don't know. Do you put bait on it or do you use a lure? And how do you tie the knot on? I mean, I don't know. And who does? And how did they learn that? Trial and error. <laughs> I guarantee it was trial and error. There'd be a very... You know, you, know, you get a buck couple of blokes, a few tins, eh, blah, 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 and then the, then the rods come out. And I just go, fuck, here we go. What are we going to do here? Because... <laughs> 
what what fish what fish are out there? You know, there's a what real- time of the year? Where are we throwing the lines in? How do you know? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I go to Stratty with, like, Billy and Ed. We'll be driving down the fucking beach, and they go, there's a great spot. I'm like, that looks like the same spot as just back there. <laughs> How the fuck is that a spot? You know what I mean? Are they just taking the piss, pretending that they know, or is it actually a good spot? Oh, mate, they're reading a whole lot of things, right? They're looking at the wind. They're looking at the birds. I, they're looking at little, you know, no, rocky Do you know outcrops. what I mean? Like, do you know what fish get caught with what bait or lures? No, but I guess that's the, I guess that's the, you know, the whole, like, going fishing. Like, going fi- you never know what you're going to get. That's the whole <laughs> going fishing. Whether you're fishing for a compliment or fishing for a fish. You but just- it's the same thing with, like, car tyres. Like, if you're going to go get your car tyres changed over, do you know what car- what size your car tyres are? No. Or how to even read a car tyre? Okay, reading a car tyre is that every time I have to do a car tyre, I have to relearn how to read the car tyre, but it is on the side of the tyre. But that's why you put all your trust and faith and money into into, mechanics. into the uh, yeah the tyre uh, men. The but tire you know what I'm saying, guy. though. Yeah, well, that's it's how people just, get ripped off, I guess. Like, yeah, I just I don't know where you don't you're... need to know all the answers. You don't need to have all the answers. But I feel as though as a male, you're supposed to have a few more answers, especially around something like fishing. Why? If you're going <laughs> to, well, how does everyone else know? Well, yeah, but I think fishing's an interest, isn't it? That's not hobby. Not, yeah. She doesn't want to try because you don't know how to tie a knot. <laughs> no, like you, like fishing started because you know they were people had to eat, right? So you get hungry enough, you'll fucking figure it out, you know. Teach a man to fish, eh? Yeah, like then that hook keeps coming off the the line. Um, you'll figure out a or way. Even, okay, trial here, and error here, here, until here, it works. Yeah. Okay, here's a question for you: If you had a BCF to buy a fishing rod, how the fuck do you know what to get? Well, I know the difference between like a beach rod and a, you know, like a estuary, like a, you know, a shorter rod. Like, I you know, kind of know the... But what catches what? Well, like a beach rod, a yep. long beach rod is for using on the beach. It's no, not, no, it's I not understand the rod that. what catches it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not, the rod's not made for a certain type of fish. It's like more of like a location thing and a weight thing, yeah? Right. And then, so, if you just know enough... You then obviously see. ask the person at BCF as well. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Asking for help <laughs> is a really, really positive thing. <laughs> I know it is. I'm asking for help on this podcast because it's – is it is well, that a natural feeling? Do you have that feeling? I'm okay with like going in and being, mate, hey, I don't I know no what idea. I'm doing, but this is where I'm going. I'm going to, you know, Fraser. Or I'm going to, you know, whatever. We're going to try and have a fish. I'm not super serious, uh, but just need a bit of bait and tackle. Um, and, and do you know anything about the area? Like, what's a good, you know, bait to use? And they'll always be like, no, you can't go wrong with prawns or bloodworms or, you know, just like that. Genius. Yeah. It's like you got you got to you got to put the pride away. you got to be like, mate, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. Um, you know, if, it's, if you're in the boat with your mates and they're starting to do it and they look confident, just lean over and be like... How are you doing it? <laughs> what? So what bait? How do you are we, wrap your knot? What bait are we using here? Because um, there's nothing, you know. And even putting the bait on the hook, eh? Like, I, I know. And then when you throw it out and it comes off in the air, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I hope no one saw that. No, you know the. <laughs> That's the most gotta, fucking emasculating thing that can happen. No, you gotta leave it out there for about five minutes yeah. before you reel it and back in. And you fucking send it, and, and then you see your bait go to the right, and yeah. your fucking hook go to the left. <laughs> they see a random splash, but then you got to be like, when you're about to reel it back Fish in, are on. Yeah, oh, I'm getting a bite. I'm getting a bite. Oh, bait's gone. <laughs> got baited. <laughs> baited again, again. Oh shit! No, you know what's even better is when you go to cast your rod and you haven't flipped the spool over. <laughs> No, no, no. You just just let go of it. It (laughs) swings around. Smacks you in the teeth. (laughs) That is a fucking awful feeling. Mate, you don't need to know how to do all that stuff to be a man. You know, we live in a different time. I think most people don't even, don't have a clue what they're doing most times anyway. Like, it's all, it's all smoke and mirrors. People just make stuff up. That's what I, that's what I'm sort of trying to allude to. Honestly, yeah. 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 It's all just bullshit. But I think, you know, the more you do something, the more you learn about it, right? Like, obviously, there's going to be tips and tricks to (laughs) to fishing spots and how not to let your bait fly off the hook and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, mate, I guarantee you, you're not the only man out there, you know, having these issues. (laughs) Don't, don't let it cripple you. Just get out there and have a crack. Absolutely. Embrace the failure. Well, let, by this time next week, I'll be fishing when you call. So, I'll let you know how I've batted my hook. Mate, I, oh, geez, I hope you've got like a hook through your lip or something at that point in time. You're just like, hey, mate. Call it up, Yeah. Just, you know the easiest way? 
just announce straight away. Like as soon as you're there, just be like, I don't know what the fuck oh, I'm doing. Don't worry, I'll be telling Matt, I've got no idea what I'm doing. If I'm you going. just get on the front foot, the worst thing you Matt can do is under promise and over deliver. Yes, the worst thing you can do is pretend that you know what's going on. Oh, yeah, I know. That is how you fuck it up. Russell Court. Yeah, exactly. Russell Coit, fuck the legend. Well, you're a man. You're man enough. I am a man. I appreciate you letting me know that, Derek. I am going to wrap this up because it's been another very funky shirt Friday. What would uh, you know? We just mentioned. What did we mention? The award. Oh, that's right. Is it all the way at the end of the podcast? Oh, can we talk about this quickly? Yeah, (laughs) because TX. Oh fuck! This was TX got an award last week. Awarded by the Australian Men's Health Forum. Yes. Shout out to Glenn Poole, fucking legend, doing amazing you, Glenn. work. Now, the there were some awesome new categories this year. Really awesome to see that a whole lot of barber shops around the country are being recognised as men's health projects. Yeah. Creating places where people can come in for affordable haircuts and connect and that kind of thing. Very interesting. Anyway, TX won the gong for best men's mental health project in the country. Oi. National. Not the bad. Continent. Gert. Huge. Anyway, yeah, Gert. <laughs> Freeze, we have you, Gert. <laughs> so, it was an online event, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. This is so fucking funny because, like, it no, was, it was so ser- awkward. I had to walk away from oh, the camera. I was laughing. It was hilarious because online events, we all know what it's all, a lot, most of us know what it's like. People unmute themselves by accident and start talking. And they don't know they're and unmuted. they don't know they're on the mute. And then everyone's yelling at them to mute themselves and, and they don't know. And they don't know and they're talking and you just hear them talking. And it was so you imagine fun. the shit that people on those kinds of events have heard other people talk about when they didn't know they're unmuted during those live events? All sorts of shit. Like, talking shit about what was going on there or what. Like, mate, it was so funny. And, like, the host, Paul Glenn, he's like, yeah, can you please unmute yourself? There was a couple of old codgers there from, like, the men's They were laughing and farting into the camera. They had no idea how to use Zoom. They were like, oh, my God. And then their face goes really close into the computer. You've seen them while they're trying to figure it out. And it's just like a calamity, mate. It's so so funny. Anyway, stoked for TX to get Well done, TX. And we've just ticked over this week. 10,000 clients, individual clients that have reached out and chatted to the team at TX. And if you're listening and you'd like to chat to the team, 04888 Monday to Friday, 8am to 10pm. Here's a red hot tip. Trick of the trade. Before you tie your hook on next week, wet it with your mouth. Let's Lick leave it. it right there. Lick your knot, tie it off. Good to go, big boy. Have a great weekend, legends. We'll chat next week. I'll be live in Fraser Island. Not bad. See you, mate. Yeah, I die. Yeah. If I stop, I'll die. <laughs>